As a mother, wife, and divorce attorney for over 15 years, experience has taught me a lot about how to deal with times of uncertainty, transition, and facing opportunities for growth. I'm happy you're joining me for this part of the journey. If you or someone you know is struggling with the decision of whether to divorce, you're going to want to tune in to our topic today. Today, my guest is Kim Bowen. Kim is a licensed professional counselor. She's the founder of The Marriage Place, and she knows firsthand what it's like to be living with that decision. In fact, it was out of that time in her life when she was contemplating the end of her own marriage that she decided to turn things around and recommit to her marriage. And out of that, she founded a, a practice that is committed to helping other couples save their marriage. Kim, I'm so excited to have you here with me today. Thank you, I'm excited to be here. So, you know, I wanna go, you, you have a wonderful video on your website and we will include links to that video down below that really discusses your own personal journey in your marriage. Uh, what, what was it like during that time for you when you were contemplating whether or not to end your marriage? Well, I think about that time as pretty much one of the worst times of my life and my marriage. Um, I was miserable. And I felt very trapped because there didn't seem to be a good way out. You know, I didn't want a divorce. I didn't want that for my kids. I didn't want that for me. Um, but I didn't want to stay married either. What was so that's the a place? What was the turning point for you uh, where you decided to to recommit? You were able to recommit to your marriage. So I've given that a lot of thought over the years because I get asked that question a lot. And I, and honestly, I think it boils down to a couple of things. One is time. I didn't rush into a divorce. And during that time of waiting, I worked on me. And I realized that, you know, marriage is often based on, for a lot of us, to determine whether we're in a good marriage or not, is do we feel happy and do we feel like we love the per partner that we're with? And I didn't know, no one told me that feelings of love come and go. And I thought being in love was this romantic, uh, I just want to be with you all the time kind of feeling. And I was married to somebody who was on my nerves most of the time. So I, I think there was time to realize that feelings come and go. I had to learn that. And the other part that I had to get really honest with myself about was that I had gotten to be pretty, uh, we call it one up in a, in a relationship where you kind of feel, not that you're better than the other person, but that you deserve better. You deserve more. And I've in that process forgotten that I could be quite a pill to live with at times too. <laughs> and so getting really clear and um, honest about how I was showing up and, and I wasn't being very lovable either um, enabled me to work on myself and change that. So. I love what you just said about really needing to focus on yourself because it, it, it you know, I know in my own marriage and I've been working with other people in, in broken marriages that so often the focus is on the inadequacies of the other person. And Absolutely. I think 
you know, when we're focused on, on what, how our needs aren't being met, we're probably not doing much to help meet the needs of the other person or even to meet our own needs. So I, I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. Well, it, it's just so true. And when we're, we, we aren't good at being uncomfortable. And when we start to feel like we're not happy, we start to look for a way out. We want a relief. We want something to change and we, we want it now. So that, that sometimes works against us in marriage, often, actually. And I, I think there's just not a whole lot of good guidance or direction for married couples out there. I think, you know, our culture and our media and the romantic movies all show us these couples who, um, you know, are living happily ever after or, or getting their needs met. So when you, when you feel like you're not, you know, oftentimes I think people jump to the conclusion that they, they need to move on, that it's time for a divorce. You yeah. offer at the Marriage Place a program called Discernment Counseling. Can you talk to us about what that is? Yes. Discernment Counseling is a model that was developed by Dr. Bill Dory. Um, and it is, it is not traditional marriage counseling. It is not two people coming into the room to work on the marriage. It is a series of sessions you can, they can last anywhere between one to five. And at the end of those sessions, you can't go longer than five. At the end of those sessions, you come down to one of three decisions, uh, whether to stay in the marriage and leave things the way they are, whether to divorce, end it and move on, or whether to get in there and really work on it. The most surprising thing to me is that most people choose the option to stay and leave things the way they are because they're afraid of either leaving it or working on it. And so what we do at the marriage place is we try to help people get clearer on what would happen in, under either of those, any of those decisions or circumstances and walking people through that to really get more of a realistic view of what that's you know, what those choices are going to look like. You know, one of the things that you and I both share, even though we're on different ends of the marriage spectrum, where I help people end a marriage um, and you help people recommit to their marriage, is that we both value marriage and we know how wonderful marriage can be. And I think one of, one of the sad things is when people really become complacent in their marriage and just decide that, you know, good enough is good enough where really, if both people are willing, they can commit to their marriage and, and make it a really um, outstanding, spectacular marriage. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, one thing I just feel like I have to say this, you are such a unicorn in your field. I mean, you're actually advocating for something that can keep you from getting business, right? So it, it, it doesn't really make sense for you to be as pro-marriage as you really are. And I love that about you. You really are looking out for your the best welfare of your clients. Well, thank you, Kim. You know, um, something you and I have talked about is the fact that divorce is painful. And look, when you need a divorce, you need a divorce. So, you know, oftentimes people who come to me are, are at a stage where they really have tried everything and um, have decided that they really do need to move forward with the divorce. And I get to walk with them through that process. But, um, but absolutely, marriage is something that is valuable. And, you know, people who enter into marriage do so um, hoping that it will last forever. And, and we know for 
sure that, um, you know, how, the, how people live out their marriage and if they need to end their marriage, how they choose to end their marriage will have ramifications for um, not only for their lives, but for the lives of their children. So thank you for that. Um, you do a lot more than discernment counseling at the marriage place. Um, you have a lot of great resources on your website that are pro-marriage, and I often send people to your website to, to go get tools and resources. Um, how does what you and your team do at the marriage place differ from other types of marriage therapy or other therapists? Well, we're pro-marriage. That's the biggest difference between us and others and what that means that doesn't mean that we try to keep you in a marriage no matter what right it just means that we value the institute and we take it respectfully we take it on respectfully so so many times people come into my office and they're like wow the last marriage counselor just told us to get a divorce or just they they feed into the hopelessness of it um and so that's something we do very differently. And the other thing is that my my staff is so well-trained. We're only required to have 24 hours of continuing education over a two-year period. Mine get two hours a week. Wow. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a big difference in, in our um, approach. We also do, even though marriage is our specialty and we see like 95% of our client load is couples. Uh, the other the other things that we do is we work with people who've had trauma. You know, that affects a relationship for sure. Um, anytime there's any kind of addiction, especially a sex or a porn addiction that affects the marriage, we work with those as well. That's great. I love that, um, you know, you really are treating the whole person because it's the whole person who's involved in the marriage and, and you bring all of right. that into the marriage. And, you know, if you have those unhealed wounds yourself, um, you know, I would just really encourage you to take time and focus on yourself, focus on being the partner that, um, the very best partner that you can be in the marriage. In what ways have you seen this pandemic impact the families that you're working with? Oh my, it's a tough time. Marriages are really struggling now in a way that I've never seen uh, on, on a scale I haven't seen. So we're seeing a, a big increase in substance abuse, especially alcohol right now. We're seeing increase in domestic violence. And those are some pretty dangerous uh, statistics. And so couples are, they're just, they're tired and they're feeling more hopeless now than ever before. And talk about feeling trapped. You know, I, I felt trapped in a marriage, but at least I could go out, <laughs> you know, I could get some distance and space. And now, you know, couples are having to, to navigate a whole different schedule and terrain in their homes than they've ever had to do. You know, um, it's so true. One of the things that I know uh, is that for a lot of couples, you know, our, our former life was filled with distractions, right? We had kids activities, we had maybe work trips and business trips, and or even vacations with friends um, that would give us a reprieve from our broken marriage. And right now, I think a lot of people are just exact feeling stuck, like you said, and, um, and really can't go do those things that at least, you know, brought 
um, joy and happiness to their life if their marriage didn't. And what I want to tell people is that, you know, if you're in that situation and you're feeling like your marriage is a place where you are trapped, it just doesn't have to be that way. And, you know, working with somebody like Kim Bowen and her group, you can really find the tools and resources, the, you know, the, the means to communicate and to really build a marriage that, um, that is sustaining and life giving and fun. Um, and fun, yeah. Because, <laughs> and right now, you know, there's always a silver lining, right, in every bad situation. And right now is an opportunity to grow together as a couple in a way you, you've not had before. I mean, both people are, are home way more often. And while that has a, a higher stress factor in some ways, and I'm seeing kids that are getting close and reconnecting with both parents in a way that I haven't seen before either. Working dads and stay-at-home moms, now we have, you know, or, or two, two working parents, now both are at home with the kids. And it's, it's, it's really an amazing opportunity. I love that. Um, it, it is a great opportunity for building some family traditions and sharing some good time with each other. And I, I just think, you know, if you can find the opportunity in this curse of a situation, you know, your life is going to be richly blessed and, and, and it will. I know my pets are happier than they've ever been, too, <laughs> having everybody at home. What motivates you to keep doing the work that you do? You know, getting that client that comes back years later and says, I can't thank you enough. I'm happier now than, I've, than I ever thought I'd be. Or I can't imagine what I almost gave up and so glad now that I didn't. That's what, that's what does it for me. I love that. I love that. Um, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, um, tell us how your practice is working right now. Are you, you know, are, how can they, how can they get in touch with you? And mm -hmm. then what can they expect um, in terms of actually meeting with a the therapist during this time? It's a good question. So you can reach us a couple of different ways. You can call directly on our office line, uh, the numbers, you know, on our website. You can go to our website, fill out a contact form through email. There's even a number to text. So there's lots of ways that you could reach us. Our therapists right now and our coaches, we're seeing some people want to see, still see in person and feel safe to do that with masks. Um, we still do that, but we are, we've always done sessions online over Zoom. I mean, that's just always been something that we've we've done and we're still doing that and doing more of it now than ever before so where are you located we have two offices we have an office in richardson um right off of george bush and 75 just right there and we have another one in frisco that we just opened right before covid so excellent timing <laughs> no that's great and and you're not limited to just seeing people in the dfw area right i mean especially with the zoom capabilities can people say from all over the united states contact you and work with your all therapists? over and, and internationally we have clients in turkey and israel and greece and all over that's great um I just want to close today uh, by asking you what advice you have for somebody who might be watching this who is really struggling with the question of whether or not they need to end their marriage. 
So my advice is uh, don't get in a hurry. Don't, I wouldn't make any life changing decision right now during COVID. I just, I wouldn't until life gets to be back to normal, unless you're in an abusive situation. If you're in an abusive situation, then you need to get yourself safe. But if, if you're in that place of, I just don't want to be married anymore, I, I would wait until things level out a little bit. Um, and then the next thing I would do is start working with somebody who can help you sort through your feelings and your experiences to find out how much of you is in this, you know, that you need to look at. And it seems like right now, this is probably a good time if you're inclined to do some work on yourself to take advantage of it and, and really go deep and, um, and take this opportunity to just grow yourself. I, I think what you started off with in our discussion today was so valuable. Thank also, you. I want to, can I, can I make one yes. point? Time for it. So if you're, if you're the one that's in a marriage and your spouse is wanting out, um, I want to encourage you to not to give up on that. But, you know, my husband, together we learned what all the wrong things that you could do in that situation. Most people panic. They start to beg and plead for their partner to stay. They start to become extremely needy in the situation. And so those are the people that we like to work with as well. And most people, especially therapists, will tell you there's nothing you can do to save it if somebody wants out. And that's just not true. I will tell you, that's what most divorce lawyers will tell you too. So um, I think that's also just a good plug to say, if you are the person whose spouse is choosing to leave and you don't want your marriage to end, um, what what comes naturally in those moments is probably um, the worst thing you can do. Uh, yeah. And instead, you know, get help, get advice from somebody who knows knows this terrain and can really give you good advice to help you maybe show up in a different way in your marriage. Yes. Call us. I love it. <laughs> well, we will include the links to your information uh, in the post. And um, I just want to thank you, Kim, for taking time today to visit with me about the amazing work you do at The Marriage Place. Thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate the work you're doing, too, very much. Well, thank you. Thank you.